0: pop punk and pizza podcast is presented by pop punk takeout which is a monthly subscription service that delivers merchandise from pop punk bands from all over the world directly to your door inside a takeout box you can choose between a pizza box version or a chinese takeout box version you can sign up today at poppunktakeout.com and also follow them on facebook twitter and tiktok at pop punk takeout i'm
1: going out i gotta go So turn it up, I'm telling you, I think I'm ready for something new. Hey, hello, it's
2: nice to meet ya. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hey,
1: hello, it's nice to meet ya. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza.
3: You're listening to Pop Punkin' Pizza with Jacques Lamour.
0: Good evening. I'm Jacques L'Amour, your host for Pop, Punk and Pizza. I am so happy to have you here. And uh, if you're watching the live stream right now, I apologize for being late. I uh, had just altered my uh, setup a little bit here in the studio. Did not go as planned. Which, you know, that's exactly what happens when you try to tweak something that you've perfected, but you want to make it even better. And, you know, that kind of thing happens. But luckily, uh, our guests have been very patient with us tonight. Uh, We're going to be talking to some good friends of mine who were on the podcast uh, last year, except um, this time they're actually in the studio with me, which marks the first time in two years that I've had the legit Sit down with the band and eat pizza while we talk face to face. So I'm super excited to welcome Blueprint back onto the show. But before we do, we have a a very special treat. Another artist that is uh, from the Chicagoland area, and that is uh, Blind Adam and the Federal League. We're going to be welcoming uh, Adam himself right now on Pop Punk and Pizza. Welcome, Adam.
1: Hello. Welcome to you. Thanks for <laughs> I guess. Uh, <laughs> thanks for having me. We, we we made it here to this point. We've been sitting here for oh, a half man. hour. We got it. Dude. And there's, there's yeah,
0: no so echo. There's no echo. So the, the problem I've been having, just to give everyone a little backstory, is um in in order to like accommodate in-person guests, I was trying to hook up another camera up to my, my current setup. And that's where the echo problem was coming in, even though I was muting one mic on one of the cameras, it would start, they would just start canceling each other out. So the, that echo would just not go away. So I'm just going to have to figure that out Um, at at another time. I don't know. I don't know. Cause I had, uh, I had tested, um, I had tested that out beforehand. And for some reason, when it came time to actually do the live stream, it was like, nope, sorry, I'm not going to work. Screw
1: you, (laughs) you know? That's the way it goes.
0: Yeah, it's exactly the way it goes. But I am so (laughs) excited, Uh, Adam. How do you? Is it Gogola? Is that how your last name is
1: pronounced? Gogola. Yeah, Gogola. Yeah, you didn't put any extra letters in there. People like to do that sometimes.
0: (laughs) Do they like to do like uh, let's? Well, I guess Gogola makes a lot more sense because it's like go go than la. Is that Italian? (laughs) Uh, Polish, actually. Polish. Okay. That makes more sense. I, that's something I, I'm always fascinated by where people's last names come from and, and all that. So I, it's something I always ask. And I wonder if someone that listens to the podcast on a regular basis is like rolling their eyes, like, Oh, really? Jacques again is asking wh- where their name comes from. I'm just, it's just part, I'm I've always been fascinated with things like that. Um, but uh, you know you're you're based in the uh, the city of Chicago. Uh, you just dropped your second album, An Act of Desperation, which was released through AF Records. Which it seems like AF Records gets quite a few um, Chicago acts on its label, which is really awesome to see. Um, I would say you're probably the newest one to uh, have been welcomed onto Anti-Flags label. So how did that come about for Blind Adam?
1: Uh, well, the, the guys in Anti-Flag have been close friends of mine for a very long time. And when I was a young punk rock kid going to shows when I was like 14 years old, 15 years old, um, they would they were one of my favorite bands at the time. And uh, I love the way their music sounded. But uh, what was more uh, exciting to me was the way that they engaged uh, political and social issues, not only with what they said, but there was always a table for a, like local organizations like Food Not Bombs or Amnesty International or uh, whatever, you know, whatever other like anti-fascist and social justice organizations might want a table, they'd give them the time and the space to do it. And, and then they'd also be hanging out after the show, talking to everybody and, um, you know, whatever, just making new friends and kind of trading ideas and thoughts with people. And, um, this was before people had, you know, everyone carried a cell phone. And, uh, so it wasn't even about like taking selfies or anything. And, um, after I was waiting for my dad to pick me up after a show one time that had gotten moved from the Metro to uh, the cubby bear in um, December of 2000. And uh, it was, it was pretty cold outside Chicago in December at that, at that point, pre uh, you know, uh, climate change devastation, December was still yeah. cold. <laughs> yeah. I
0: mean, we, we, we were still dealing with that at that time, but it wasn't like it is now, you know? Yeah.
1: Now we get it all like in a month in February or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but Chris had, who was like the quietest guy in the band, um, saw me standing out there, and a guy had said hello to him earlier by the merch table, and um, he told me that if I didn't want to wait outside, I could come back in, and uh, you know maybe help him carry some gear or whatever, and yeah. I did that, and uh, we exchanged contact information, uh, email addresses then, and, and maybe a cell phone number that they had like the one cell phone for the whole band or something, and uh, every time <laughs> when they came to Chicago, <laughs> yeah, man, every time every time they came to Chicago after that, we hung out and um They've always been very supportive of my music and they've always been a good resource for me. But this is the first official, like, full record I've put out with AF Records.
0: So you would have been, you said you were a teenager at that
1: time? Yeah, like 14. Chris almost, he's 40. about exactly 10 years older than me. So he, they, he was like in his early 20s and I was, you know, he was like 24 and I was about 14, I think. And they were just like, why is this kid standing out here freezing?
0: <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's so cool. You know, something, and, and I mean, I, I don't know about every single punk band in history, especially when it comes to bands that are similar, like anti-flag when it comes to being very political and pretty much having your whole catalog based on that or the majority of it anyway. But I feel like unlike punk bands that came before them that were political, it seems like anti-flag actually tried to do something about it instead of just saying, I f- I just feel like the the more well known bands before them were just kind of like, yeah, you know, uh, fuck so and so, and that that was it, you know. But I feel like Anti Flag really created this movement with their fan base and really showed like they they put the uh, they put actions to their words, I guess.
1: Yeah, you know, I I think I've come to think of Anti Flag more as like a they're like a traveling mutual aid network with a, with like a soundtrack party, but <laughs> you know, the, the the like the, the fun party aspect of it is very important, but uh, that's, you know, that's kind of like a, it's like a traveling circus of like anarchists and socialists and people that want to make the world better and have a good time while doing it. And I think that's always been really Appealing to me. They're a they're a wild band. They're one of the crazy bands to see live still. I,
0: I was gonna say they put on a hell of a show. And yeah, still to this day as they you know, they get older. I mean, I just they were just at uh they were just at Riot Fest in Chicago, right? And yeah. Chris People Chris number Uno two. Yeah, and, and <laughs> Chris number two though, he still does his huge, uh ginormous, you know, punk jumps and everything. It's like
1: Yeah, I think that dude's made crazy. out of like silly putty and uh, Springs or something.
0: <laughs> I think you're. I think you're right. And I always. Um. Oh, why am I forgetting the drummer's name? Pat. Um. Uh, Pat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pat. I always thought he was entertaining to watch because he'd always make the funniest faces <laughs> of when, while he's uh, while he's playing drums. But so you you met and and started forming this relationship with Chris Number no. Two and Anti Flag as a young kid. So. Uh, were you involved as a, as a musician at that time when you first met them at age 14 or was it just shortly after that?
1: I had a band called article 57. Um, we played, we were from, uh, kind of like the Plainfield Joliet area in the early 2000s. And, um, and then I was also like trying to figure out how to get involved in activism. So you could go to an anti-flag show and like learn how to get involved in activism and, Meet other people. The you know i I met the actually the dude that uh, produced or not produced I'm sorry. Produced our Seven Inch Mansions on the Boulevard that we put up before this, but um he mastered this album and uh, he also mastered our first record. Joe Tisoni he owns Mystery Street Record uh, Mystery Street Recording. I met him at an Anti Flag show in 1999. And you know these are like wild connections and um I've been involved in music since then and and also activism and and going to shows and kind of like connecting it all through. Uh, I think, I feel like this record is kind of like a culmination of all of that stuff that's been part of my life for the last 20 years, I guess.
0: Yeah. I would, I would imagine though for the last 20 years though, how many times did you kind of pitch your work to Chris number two? Because AF records has been around since about that time, right?
1: Yeah. Um, so, my old band Article Fifty Seven. We really tried hard to get anti to put something out for us on AF Records. Uh, we were like still kind of at the end of high school, and we had been playing like regionally for a few years. Like even before we could drive, our parents would drive us around, and we—I mean—we uh, like wrote and recorded our first like original album when we were um, either at the end of our freshman year or beginning of sophomore year of high school with Damn Precision from Eight Fingers Louie, and uh, we just kind of like figured out how to do everything, you know, by talking to people that had been doing it and kind of seeing the examples of people that came before us. And we had really great resources, like damn precision of like 88 and rise against. And and then, you know, all the other bands he's been a part of since then. And, uh, you know, the anti fight guys and AF records was doing pretty good back in the early two thousands. And, um, I think that, you know, I think maybe timing didn't work out because we weren't able to do like full on three or four week tours yet. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and then, by the time we got out of high school, we did that band article 57 did like a long summer tour. And on that tour. We met this producer. He was like a pop music producer named Dallas Austin in Georgia. And uh, he's produced like boys to men and Madonna and wow. um, yeah, whatever. But he, he was going to start like a rock label and wanted us to come out and play a showcase. So I was talking with Chris head from anti-flag a lot back then. Like he was giving me advice that that was just before they were about to sign to a major. So they were kind of like, he had a lot of good insight on that. So the AF Records just never really worked out. And then the last band I was in the Night Brigade, um, we we put out a record with the help of AF Records, uh, Chris Head, or the help of Chris Head personally, I guess. But AF wasn't putting out other bands' music at the time. They were just putting out uh, like anti-flag stuff that wasn't on whatever label they would be on at the
0: time. Sure.
1: Um, and AF wasn't really rejuvenated as the label that put out their band's music until after that band broke up. And Chris Stowe was the one that did that
0: okay so what
1: this was just kind of the first time it worked out i guess
0: yeah and and what made it work out this time though after i'm like i'm i'm sure you tried several times over the years to be like hey chris what do you think man (laughs) you know what what made um, it what made it work this time
1: so between the point my last band night brigade uh kind of fell apart or ended up like 2013 um And the uh, blind item in the federal league, there was about four years or so um, maybe almost five years started this band in 2017, but we didn't really start playing shows until, you know, like late 2017, early 2018. And then we put out our first record uh, pretty quick. We recorded that whole first album before we even played a show. They were just kind of songs that I'd been working on. And then I showed Alex our bassist and then our drummer at the time, Mike Guzman. I was like, I I have these songs. I think I want to start a new band and try to give it a shot and, you know, have some fun and put some records out. And so, you know, we wrote and recorded that one before we had played a show and I sent it to those guys and they, you know, they gave me their notes on it. And they said, you know, keep, keep doing it for a while. And, you know, not just like make a record, but play some shows and get out there and get after it and, you know, write some more songs and then we'll talk and put a record out. So that's what we did for a couple of years. And we played all over the Midwest and, uh, you know, out east a little bit and down south some. And we haven't toured the whole country, but we've gone, you know, we've gone with the Mississippi a few times. And uh, we've got certain cities that we hit pretty regularly, but um, we started coming up with a decent amount of songs. And when, whenever I'd see Anti-Flag on the road or uh, when they were in Chicago or if I was in Pittsburgh visiting, I'd be talking to uh, Chris too about it and just kind of going back and forth on ideas. And um, we sent them all the demos that we had. And... Uh what would that have been have that would have been like early summer of twenty nineteen. It's hard for me to remember uh timelines anymore after the yeah, last couple I know, years. right? <laughs> <laughs> but yep. but it was just kind of like a it was it was kind of like an ongoing conversation really since the time that I started this band, I asked if AF would be interested in putting our first record out and it wasn't that they didn't want to work with us, it was just like you haven't done anything with this band at all yet. So, you know, let's develop it a little bit and then kind of sharpen everything up and knock the rest off. And then, um, you know, I sent after talking about what it would be like to to work in the studio with Chris for a couple of years, I sent him the demos and we booked out some time and uh, in their little studio in, in Pittsburgh. Well, uh, they actually just moved out of that one. They, they bought a building. uh, So they'll have a nicer and uh, newer studio here soon. But um, yeah, we just, we, we sent him the demos and he made his notes and we went out there for uh, two days in August of 2019 um, and did pre-production. And we just went through every single song for about two or three hours and tore it apart and rebuilt it. And then we got a quick demo of it. Uh, we did that for two days and then um, we came back to Chicago for about a month and a half. And then we, uh, we got like tightened up on everything with the like the new song structures and and we went out there again for about a week in October and, uh, we knocked it out and we were hoping that it was going to be out in like, like late spring, early summer of 29 or 2020. And here we are now.
0: Yeah. I thought you were, I thought for sure you were going to tell me like that you got the chance, uh, to finally record once COVID hit because it, you know, probably freed up Chris two's time and all that, but this was, this all happened beforehand. And then you, what you just kind of sat on the record until, until this year.
1: Yeah. I mean, we were, we, we had a really busy year lined up last year. We were, um, we were like slated to play fest in Gainesville. We were talking to riot fest presents about doing our record release show at Cobra lounge at the end of June or beginning of July. And then I was working on like a, a, like a 10 day West coast run and 10 day East coast run. And then you could do our like little four day runs around the Midwest. And we were really looking at making 2020 like a super busy year with a record coming out. And, um, you know, and then COVID happened, as soon as COVID happened, uh, we started doing a weekly live stream called the quarantine live stream. And we had different artists from AF records and, uh, like, um, Ben Nichols from Lucero was on it. And Sarah shook, uh, Sarah shook and the Disarmers, Austin Lucas. Um a bunch of people were on it and we were raising money for different like mutual aid organizations and uh different like kinda um like anarchist science lab that was uh making COVID test kits at the very beginning. Um and then also like they were using 3D printers to make PPE to give out to healthcare workers and stuff. So we were just like doing what we could to support that. And then we took a break from that. And when we took a break from that, uh the video of George Floyd being murdered by Derek Chauvin and the Minneapolis police came out and we were talking, we were trying to figure out what to do with the record. So I was talking to Chris, uh, Chris Stowe, uh, the, the label manager and Chris too. And we were just like, let's, let's maybe wait till we can play shows. And that day kept getting pushed back and pushed back. And then we got so busy working with like mutual aid projects in Chicago and, uh, like marching in all the marches that were going on last summer that putting the record out wasn't even really a thought. Uh, for a few months, really.
0: Yeah, everyone was so preoccupied. It was like, how can we possibly think about putting a record out right now? No, you know, and not just the fact that you're all involved, but let's say even if you weren't involved in the marches and just in uh, all the, the social justice movements and things going on, it's still a matter of who's going to really pay attention. How is this yeah. really going to stick? You know, so I still feel like a, that. <laughs> yeah because this year it's it's like it's like 2021 has been like 2020 except like things are happening but it's still chaos yeah i know? think it's it's um, been worse
1: for me mentally i think because last year it felt like we were doing something and now it's just like you know it's like it's it like collectively all of these people were working together to like flip everything upside down and build a better world and now it's just like get back to normal life but like clearly it's not normal uh there's still a lot of people dying and you still have to take into consideration uh, like we you know we've had to make hard decisions on shows because we're all vaccinated and we've done everything as close to the you know the right way or whatever this whole time as we can but we were pretty actively booking out-of-town shows at the beginning of the summer because it was looking like things were getting better and now i haven't even you know really tried to book any out-of-town shows and we've actually been having tough conversations amongst ourselves and deciding to cancel some yeah um so you know it's it's still like it feels good to have the record out and we've had a really great response and you know just like getting to do things like this and talk to you has been great but it's 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 not as much fun as uh pre-covid when you put the record out and you're playing a bunch of shows and having a good time celebrating with everybody you know
0: yeah, I, I hear you, man. And it's it's so rough. My my heart goes out every time I'm seeing some of the uh the the smaller bands uh, go out on the road and hit up the clubs and they have to leave the tour for so many nights because they contracted COVID, even though, you know, they've been vaccinated. I mean, obviously being vaccinated doesn't say you're not going to get it. You just won't, you know, it, it protects you pretty much from death, but it's still, it sucks, you know, like, because yeah. they're, they're, tr- they're it
1: like three weeks ago or about a month ago.
0: Yeah. So sorry to interrupt you. No, 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 you're fine. And that's the thing. It's, it's just, it's like you got to make a buck though, you know, for some right. of these people. And, and it's, uh, it's just, yeah, it sucks, but hopefully maybe next year, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I had fun so, at RADFest and we played our record release show with, um, with, it was a great show. Our friend Kyle put it on or Hot Sauce and, uh, it was like us dopamines and, um, Oscar bait and, uh, and and the Eradicator. I'm sorry, I spaced out. Uh, but no, that's okay. But it's like it was a great night, and we had a great time for sure, and it was like super cathartic. But it just flew by. It was like a second yeah. we haven't done it. That was our first like real full band show in almost two years. It's crazy.
0: Yep, yep. And now you are still playing. You're you're booked up for Fest, right? This year you're supposed to play Fest, or did you guys decide to get off that?
1: Um. Well. uh that is an email that I need to send this week. Actually, because we had a we had a show, we had a show um, earlier. We had a show last weekend in Joliet. We played a a friend of mine has an organization called Warehouse Workers for Justice, and we played one of their uh, outdoor events. And we just had a conversation in the van. And, um, I think we are leaning towards seeing if we can play next year because yeah, uh, it's you know Florida is not looking good and. Um, even if someone one contracts COVID, if anything else happens, their hospitals are all full, you know, so these are, yeah. And then, um,
0: then you still got to get down there. There's still exactly, the logistics.
1: Right. Exactly. So it's a, it's a tough call, but, uh, I think that's, that's what we're hope We're hoping that we can play next year. I, yeah. I hope they will have us then and I need to send that email because I didn't mean to break that news on our last podcast
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's okay I'm, I'm sure they're going to understand they're not going to be like what how dare they you know yeah. like I, I can't imagine I can't imagine that happening but uh regardless everyone needs to go um <clears throat> excuse me everyone needs to go listen to Blind Adam and the Federal League their brand new record out right now an act of desperation uh, via AF records Chris number two did such a great job producing this record. It's such a it's such a, a st- not, not I mean the your first record was absolutely awesome as well, but this just it it kicks it up a notch and smacks you in the face. And I absolutely love it. So uh, you know, thank you for for working hard on that and letting us all listen to it.
1: Thank you. And uh real quick, if you are in the Chicago area, uh, we are playing the copyright Record really show on October twenty fourth at Stephen Village. And that's gonna be a good one. Matt, and let's have a good time.
0: Okay. Awesome. Yeah, that's that's great, man.
1: Yeah, if um, you're you in the Chicago area, yeah. let me know. I'll put you on guest list or whatever. Uh,
0: yeah, I, I live just an hour south of Chicago.
1: Email me so, if you want to come um, to that show. We'll figure it out.
0: Cool, man! Thanks so much. That means that means a lot. So I appreciate that. And yeah, maybe uh, next time we talk, it'll be you know it'll be in person. That'd be so, great. But uh, but yeah, I'm I'm grateful for your time, Adam. Um, where can by by the way, where can everyone find uh, Blind Adam online?
1: Uh, I mean, if you search Blind Adam, um, you'll either find any of our social media stuff, or uh, there's um, some comedian in Ohio that makes fun of blind people with that name. Uh, but if you type oh. in that's, yeah, <laughs> look him up and talk shit. Yeah, talk shit to him if you want. But uh he's uh yeah. um yeah, just uh Spotify, any of the streaming services. Instagram is blindadamfederal, federal, um and then uh we're on Facebook, but uh I've been trying to figure out how to use social media only for music promotion stuff anymore. Um yeah. we're on Twitter, but we don't really use it. I think it's at blindadamfl. f l. Um but, uh, yeah, yeah. Find us on any of those, send us a message and we'll see you at a show. If we can do a show safely, we will.
0: Awesome. Sounds good. And are you cool if I play a uh, drier ground right now?
1: I'm cool with you playing any of our songs anytime you want for whatever reason. <laughs> awesome. I just figured it'd be a good way to,
0: to close out. So, uh, Adam, thank you again and, and, uh, have yourself a great night.
1: Thank you very much. Thanks uh, for having
0: me. And and thank you for being so patient too. Oh, I'm really absolutely. grateful for that. So thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, uh, drier ground by uh, Blind Adam in the Federal League here on Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast. Once again, their brand new record, An Act of Desperation, out Friday. Uh, Or It it is out. What am I saying? It's already out. It was released last month uh, via AF Records, which is Anti-Flag's record label. Thank you again to Adam for being on. That was a lot of fun. Uh, Before I introduce uh, a a group of guys that I've known for uh, probably half of my life, actually, now that I think about it, which is really cool, really cool to realize Uh, before I welcome Blueprint onto the show. Once again, um, Pop Punk Takeout, they are our title sponsor and they're they're the coolest title sponsor we could ever have because what they do is they have a subscription service to where you can uh, sign up for uh, to get a, a pizza. Uh, takeout box or a Chinese Food takeout box delivered to your door Every single month not with food In it even better than food and that Is pop punk merchandise from Pop punk artists from all over the world It's delivered directly to your door uh, Some of the uh, boxes In recent months have included Exclusive items from MXPX Chris, the makes of less than Jake Keep flying and so many others so make Sure you sign up right now at PopPunkTakeout.com and Also follow them on Facebook and instagram and tiktok at pop punk takeout and yeah without further ado let's uh give a big warm welcome to blueprint welcome guys oh i gotta turn your mics on see this is the as i said this is the first all right let's try it let's try that again oh there we go check oh yeah I'm, i'm hot uh oh all right let's try tyler check yep. i think i hear him. there we go yep. okay i am so sorry check, check.
4: good see it's, it's this Iron is Ralph this King. is
0: the first this is the first uh <laughs> podcast in person podcast in two years so it's it's showing right now how rusty i <laughs> am with actually having a band in the studio with me but i'm so glad it's you guys because oh, yeah. we got a chance to catch up last year you were on the podcast um but that was all via Zoom, Zoom, and uh, we got to catch up a little bit then. Um, So I I, I guess to summarize for those uh, that haven't heard that episode from last year, um, you, uh, the band uh, started in Colorado, but all of you are originally from the Kankakee area, which is where I'm from and and based where we're at right now. Mm -hmm. Um, You all recently moved back from Colorado. And I think when we talked, Josh was here. Mm-hmm. he he had just gotten back yeah.
5: it was tyler it was me and then taylor taylor i think he was still in Colorado. taylor yeah, was still in Colorado. <laughs> still in col- tyler you were
0: back
4: yeah i was back
0: okay yeah, yeah, I he was thought the it first was... one back oh, okay mm-hmm. i thought oh it was it was a hush hush thing i think yeah. is what it was and that's why i didn't <laughs> not anymore
4: <laughs> not anymore no that
0: yeah, yeah, was the last one out not. and and Ty- uh, t- taylor excuse me was yeah the last one out so i'm glad uh, you guys are back home and i'm so sorry that i missed you at estival festival
4: oh, good. that was here in kankakee but how did that go It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I I can't really, I can't really remember last time we had something like that here locally. I mean, we've had shows, but nothing with that many genres that, you know, every artist that went on the stage was pretty much different. Yeah. From in both stages and everyone was super kind and it was well organized. It was clean. There weren't any issues. So it was, you know, everyone takes a stab at Kankakee that there's nothing to do. And when there is something to do, it's kind of like shoddy, but they did a really good job.
0: Yeah. It looked like if for a first year, it sounded like it went off really well. Yeah, definitely. And the, the fact that there was another festival besides Merchant Street that was happening, I was like, Oh, that's awesome. That's cool. You know, even though it's, it wasn't, it's not a two day thing like Merchant Street Music Fest is in Kankakee. It was still cool that there was another like one day festival happening
3: and it was music you know? non-stop the whole day the second stage and the first stage were going off at the same time and they were pretty close together so you could easily walk to one stage to the next and catch both of your favorite artists or, or you know or just artists you're checking out whatever the case um yeah really well put together i was actually very pleasantly surprised i i didn't think it was going to be you know a disaster or anything like that but it was the opposite it was really great now w- when was the last time
0: you played in the Kankakee area. <laughs> I, I mean, I know you've played in the Sadies. Chicago, yeah. you've played in the Chicago area since then, but yeah. like when was the last, and it w- it, it would have been, it wasn't in, Blueprint. In, no, in show, and it would have been so. At Riff's End, right? Yeah. And I that was, so, so to go even further back, um, I know Blueprint from, we used to play together in the Kankakee scene. You guys were in a band called At Riff's End. I was in the projection and we played shows together all the time and mm-hmm. it was always such a great time. Uh, So fun. Some of the the best memories of my life are from that that scene um, at that time. And then, you know, everyone just kind of, you know, you grow up, everyone kind of starts doing their own thing, but then, you know, you guys are still doing it. Not at in at Rifts end, but you're doing it in Blueprint, which is spectacular. Um, but yeah, I bet what it was probably uh, the early 2010s, or
5: 2014.
4: Right? I think. Yeah, 2014. if I remember,
5: we played a yeah. a show. I think it was with Goodbye Fate. It was their like release, and it was at. Uh... Hidden Cove. That was the last not official Sports one. Flex Flex, yeah. and we played there. You really think that was the last one? Because yeah, I one we, of the last ones. We, yeah, we did. A we couple had a shows. Kyle Ritchie benefit show for one of our friends that passed. and we did uh, a benefit concert there. And that was.
4: Yeah, that was, that the, same was time. the
5: last official. No, the we did a couple shows show. after we
4: moved
3: back. Yeah. yeah. Well,
5: typically oh, you know we what? T- we were on tour. And we came through, we played in <laughs> Bloomington, yeah. Bloomington, right, you've and played in the. the so in the, that was a couple years ago, but I'm, yeah. I'm, I guess if we're talking like Kankakee. Area, no, I mean specifically yeah. the Kankakee area the first where time you guys. would probably it'd be over
3: 10 years. Well, no, because after we moved to Colorado, we did play like three or four, a handful of shows before we officially broke up. Yeah, we played.
4: The last one was we played at Sammys in twenty fourteen, <laughs> without our lead singer and not practicing, and it was a nightmare. It didn't go. <laughs> so it was uh, so. A nightmare. So you guys played without Haley. Yeah. yeah, we're like we're gonna hang it up. Yeah, <laughs> we, we basically. I think did. It was good. It was good because we us for you know us three and then Austin got to play together. But at the yeah. end, I think all of us were unanimous to like, all right, this we're forcing this.
5: Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we kind of we put it to rest i like remember that. talking in the cafeteria like senior year being like all right what are we doing are we doing yeah. this are we moving to denver all right cool that's the plan and all five of us were all down and then graduation happened and the summer happened and everybody kind of just you like know, you said people grow up and do. do their thing yeah exactly. so that's
0: what happened i didn't yeah. realize all of you were
4: planning on moving there mm-hmm. i mean yeah.
5: i believe that was planned so i mean so three I out know, of five isn't bad austin yeah. was there for a
4: while too <laughs> yeah yeah we were i mean we're we talked we're, about like it. Slightly naive at the time, you know, being yeah. so young. But yeah. at Roof we felt like it was just kind of turning this corner where we started to feel like we were getting good. Because at first, you don't know what you're doing. Well, no, of course not. <laughs> and then it, we moved to Colorado and... I don't think we realized then how big of a commitment that was because we were eighteen. We we're like, we don't have any commitments, so yeah, <laughs> we'll
0: yeah, just show get point A and B safely. Yeah, we'll show up there. I'll get a job at McDonald's, and you know,
4: away we go. Because that's, you, I, that's, that's back, literally what I yeah, did. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. And like, I think back now, like the members that. Didn't make it out or didn't stay out. Like, I don't blame them. Yeah. That's a yeah. huge deal. To do that. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. You know, more now than ever. And, it and, more, and it's not like, you know, you're driving
0: three or four hours right. to move somewhere else in the state or, or a nearby state. You're not moving to Indiana or Wisconsin. Right. You're moving to Colorado. And we knew no one.
4: <laughs> yeah. To see each other, really.
5: <laughs> yeah. I remember packing up all of our stuff in his Taurus, me and Tyler, <laughs> and we drove 19 years old, drove out all the way up and through Granby and Winter Park in the mountains. And, you know, it's just, we made it there in like seventeen hours too. We were just oh eighty five miles an hour the way. <laughs> like dude, 80 uh, on dude. eighty all the way to Colorado, man. It was it was a sight to see for sure. Yeah. Getting out of your hometown, you know, and then you know, open your eyes and you're in the, the mountains with no guardrails on next to you and it's just <laughs> you sketchy. Know, you and the you and the earth. <laughs>
0: Wild, man. Mm-hmm. Wild. I um I was thinking about how um I mean, you've done pretty well. I mean, uh, Tyler specifically, you've done pretty well for yourself with that move to Colorado with the company you've gotten hooked up with now.
4: Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, mean, I started a company out there. I mean, had kids or a kid out there. I, I loved my time in Colorado for sure. And uh, I don't know if I'll ever be back out there permanently again, but I still love going out there. But yeah, I mean, I was there for nine years and for eight and three quarters of it it felt like home but it was uh towards the end it was nice to you know things change i'm Mm -hmm. almost be 28 this year with two kids and the reasons i went out there in the first place you know i didn't hold those same reasons anymore so it was it was interesting because i felt like i i moved out there and left for the same reason yeah change of pace and yeah a different scenery so it's it's funny how things change but yeah colorado treated Me and I think these guys kind of treated us Mm -hmm. great.
3: Yeah, we all had great times. We all learned a lot. Um, And all of us were basically out there more or less for seven to nine years uh, between the three of us. And we all learned a lot. And I kind of agree. By the time we actually came back here, it was for a lot of the same reasons um, as far as just like wanting to be by family and like that kind of thing.
5: The parents getting older, you know, wanting to uh, spend some quality time with them as well as, you know, make a better life for your kid. You know, or, or your family, that is. So,
0: yeah. And it uh, it what really goes along well with it is your latest single you released, Home. And I don't know if that has anything to do with coming back, you know, moving from Colorado back to Illinois.
5: Um, not, not directly in correlation with, but definitely it hits on all the points and like what we're, you know, what we're going through personally in our lives. For sure. Yeah. Um, I kind of think it was like a dream come true kind of with the with the single and the and the music coming out because we recorded a while back down in uh, El Paso, Texas um, at Sonic Ranch, which was an um, unbelievable experience. Um, I think you guys,
0: when we talked, I think you just wrapped up. Yeah, I think. Or yeah. you were about to go. Yeah, we had, last year.
4: Yeah, we had. It's been a y- we recorded a
5: year ago yeah
0: and now you're just finally releasing yeah you know singles kind of
5: like uh what do we do do we release an album do we do a single do we wait Oh, our biggest thing is yeah. like, can we catch attention right now? And I keep
0: right. it. Yeah, that's been one of the biggest topics. And we're actually... not like
4: a polarizing band. We're not going to do like crazy <laughs> things to catch your attention. And like... why
0: not? You got to do those crazy TikTok challenges, yeah, man. No, you no. know, really awesome. <laughs> I think I I I know I tagged. I I think uh, Taylor is the one that has the. Uh, the TikTok for the band. Mm -hmm. At least I saw your name come up. I think I've, I definitely tagged you guys. I can't remember if I started following you, but I finally started a TikTok and I feel like a grandpa. (laughs) Like (laughs) on this TikTok thing. Yeah,
4: yeah, we just started doing like real marketing through TikTok and, uh, I'm like a big analytics guy. I, I like the business side of music and is the fastest app to a billion users. Ever. Yeah, in th- 3 years. Yeah. I think that, like that just happened
0: this last week. I was reading yeah. that and that just blew my mind. So there's something to it.
3: I feel you though, Jake. It's hard to keep up with all the trends <laughs> and all the new songs and it's like Well, you're listening to the commercials on TV and you're like, "Wait, I just heard this on TikTok. Like what's happening with society?" Like yeah. TikTok is everything now.
0: Right. It really is, and that's why I was like, "Well, I I better get with it,
5: you know, <laughs> Yeah, especially yeah, I started a um, started a TikTok uh, called uh cover more. Yeah, cover that's more. right. And
0: you got um, sick. Are you OK now? You feeling
5: better? Or are you talking about earlier in the that was like last year, I think. Oh or was God. it earlier this go into year? Much detail but you don't have to face. go to the detail, had but are you feeling you yeah, feeling totally, OK? Yeah, I'm totally okay. fine now. Recouping from the medical bills. Everyone knows how that goes.
0: Oh, God. Yeah.
5: Um, but yeah, I just had a little scare. I was in the hospital for a while and it was my first time being in the hospital. So that, that's always kind of like, you know. Uncertain, You know yeah. what I mean? And kind of a little scary, but I think it definitely made me a better person. It t- t- toughened me up a lot and kind of me. It made me definitely appreciate <clears throat> um, life and the people in my life and the things I have, you know, when you go through experiences like that, you know, it's easy to, from the other side to say that, but um, yeah, everything's all good. Um, I started that. I try to start cover more as a way to uh, uh, promote the band through TikTok. <clears throat> um, Cause I do, I have, I have uh, played gigs on the side, you know, for covers and things like that. And, whatnot and enjoy it and so put it out there and be like yo come check out our band blueprint too we've got originals and
0: yeah so you you started to pick that back up again mm-hmm. and what 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 are some of the um covers you've been putting out
5: oh i do um all-time low To i did a john weight cover i've done a nice. day to remember one i've done um i've done a country one i did keith urban <clears throat> i mean i grew up on country music. I was born in Nashville, lived there for two years when I was a kid, moved here. I right didn't know that. Illinois. I always, um, yeah. My dad went there to try and make it in a bluegrass industry when ah. I was a kid, country folk uh, stuff. He was talking to a record label at the time when my mom was pregnant with me, I believe, and uh, ended up not working out. So they he 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 and her both stayed in a hotel she cleaned to live there and he was the maintenance guy so they got to live there for free in a motel in nashville my dad tried to make it and he just took care of the pool he fixed people's stuff and then my mom was housekeeping and she cleaned and they got to live there for free so while i was like a year or two two years old that was going on and then we came here bought our bought the house that i grew up in um and yeah been there and now i'm here
3: josh has this crazy skill he can just kind of like learn a song after hearing it once
5: yeah. Doesn't, I don't need a, comprehend that's, a it. that's a gift, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a gift. And you were like, uh, just do, just, you read tabs. I'm like, mm, not particularly. I mean, I know how to if I try, it, but man, it's a lot easier for me to just figure out the chords by and ear. It out, yeah. Man. Yeah. I've, I've done a lot of learning that way always, too. always overthink stuff, and it's like, you don't mm-hmm. have to do it like that. I mean, oh, I not, am. The, you're not tracking in the studio.
0: <laughs> I'm like the king at overthinking things. I yeah. do it all the time. That's <laughs> just, I'm just so,
3: so good at it. It's part of becoming an adult too. We all yeah. start overthinking even more, I feel.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I feel like actually my overthinking has gotten better. It yeah, still happens yeah. a lot, but I think it was actually worse when I was younger, but I definitely still overthink like crazy when it comes to songwriting or mm-hmm. even just playing someone else's music yeah. that I still overthink that. And I just, I think it's because I don't want to screw it up, you right. know, yeah. you know, but, uh, so while I was talking to, um, adam from blind adam and the the federal league you guys were eating pizza because that's what we do here yeah finally after two years there's a band in front of me eating pizza which is what this is all about chicago and dough, baby it's yeah, chicago dough out. and i was hearing i think it was josh somebody i was hearing you guys like man i forgot how good this is <laughs> yeah like it's i think so it's because good. you get it
5: out of the you get a delivery delivery or you buy it in you know in the restaurant it's fire you know and sometimes you go to the buffet and it's a little dried out I mean growing up we've eaten that stuff as a kid growing up so I mean you know and then I was talking I was just in Colorado literally a week ago and we stopped by this, the marquee theater and they have a pizza yeah. place right yep. on the side of it and oh man, yeah oh man
0: you've played there I, I I didn't play there but I was there mm-hmm. oh. um, I was uh, that was when I was working for another band That's right. I was selling their merch but yeah that was the the w- one experience I have of Colorado and I remember we were going to go to that uh, famous burrito place too that gives uh, uh, Pete's?
5: yes, mm-hmm. yeah, and they my give. My friend
0: works there. They give. Free, they, I don't know if they still do, but they used to give free burritos to touring musicians.
5: Yeah, I think they do. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're coming through, um, you stop. You don't have any money. You know, they will give you a free a free meal. Yeah, sure. and I I don't know if I don't
0: think at least I never made it there. I don't know if anyone else from the the band I was with actually made it there that that day, but. I, it was widely mm-hmm. talked about. Yeah,
5: I yeah. think it's like three dollars a slice oh, yeah. and uh it's you know as and big then as the, the pizza, plate. You get yeah. you two plates for it. It's one oh, piece wow. of pizza, you know. That's so huge. and yeah, I think they do a deal too, it's like eight dollars or something, you get a paps and a piece of pizza for like seven or eight bucks. Yeah, you can't beat that. Mm-hmm. No, you definitely can't. Is it and is it's it, open till like three o'clock in the morning, so a lot of people, back. you know, you're downtown <laughs> it's like, hey, it's one thirty in the morning, everywhere's closed. Hey, let's just yeah. walk down the street and get a p- a slice.
0: Well, That's I mean, it. you're gonna be doing that when you're because you are going back and playing a show in Colorado with red jumps suit apparatus that's in, in like is a, a week it is, a week. is yeah. in a week no, we, that's right because did you guys find a van no. no, you're looking for a, <laughs> yeah. no, no, lucky. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. help us out. These guys are looking for a van to borrow for what, like a week? Nah, no, four days. Four days? Well, about? that's close, close yeah. enough. to. We'll, we'll take whatever. We have a backup
3: yeah. plan, but a van would be nice. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, that would definitely be nice, especially if you could borrow it from a, a person and not a company because yeah. the companies
4: know. don't borrow things. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> well,
0: you're gonna have to you're gonna rent it, but yeah. it's gonna be so much money. Yeah, you know, whereas like you find a guy, and be like,
4: yeah, give me you know two hundred bucks. That's it it's cool. Right.
0: You know, mm-hmm.
4: it's we like, need that guy. Like, you're yeah. that guy, right? Fun. It's like I yeah, can, peace. I
0: can be. T- you know, it's like I can do two hundred bucks. I can't do you know a thousand or two thousand, but I can do two. You know,
4: two hundred yeah, man. Put
5: some gas in it while you're gone. Give me a hundred bucks, and yeah, you know. So yeah, we're gonna buy one
4: soon. But, yeah, we're starting oh, to have yeah.
3: those conversations about buying one now because you know we're to the point we can't just put two thousand miles on our car here and there. You know, right. like we need to have something for the band, especially if we want to play out a lot, which is the plan.
0: Yeah. And so I, I know the, uh, was that Colorado show planned um, and then got rescheduled? I know the, the one that was in uh, Joliet, Illinois here was... Or maybe think that think was whole those, tour that right. dates on the right. tour. That that yeah. that
5: whole tour was probably um, it was like a week a post week period or something through a couple states. But the, I thought the, all the other ones stayed the same. Yeah, this one uh, stayed the same. The one yeah. got postponed on in, in Illinois at the Forge in Joliet. But the one at the Marquee, and then they're playing as well the night before, I believe, at the Black Sheep in the Springs.
0: Oh, okay. Colorado. So, a little
5: funny know. story about that, actually. And hopefully, the promoters <laughs> yeah. aren't listening. Uh,
4: the promoter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, if you are listening, just try to skip this part. So, the promoter oh, yeah. in the Illinois show and the promoter at the Colorado show both think we're local bands. Well, I mean... And we are, because yeah. we draw on both. Right. What matters is that we sell tickets. Yeah, you know, right. You, I mean, you're... You really, we are making you, 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 you a you, band yeah. in Denver. Yeah, yeah you, the band started in Denver. You just happen to have moved to Illinois. Right. We're, yeah. right. we're just crazy enough to I pack up and drive out for one... We originally, the plan was to build some shows around it. We weren't able to, but we're at the point where the band, where it's like, if it's going to positively impact us at all, we're down. So we're like, yeah, we'll plan the trip. We'll go... You know, everything's digital nowadays. So we just hit fans up and sell them tickets digitally, Venmo, whatever. And, uh, yeah, we felt like it was the last two shows we played with Red Jumpsuit were amazing. Sold, sold out they were sold to to out shows. Yeah. yeah, they went really well. So have you guys
5: started building any type of relationship with, with Red Jumpsuit at all? The guitarist and I spoke a while that night at the Marquee when we played back to back. seems Josh. Too. Josh, okay. Um, I wasn't sure if and, it was. Uh, really, really cool guy. Really, really good guitarist. Watched their set the second night side stage like the whole time kind of just, you know, you always do that as another musician. You like to not nitpick per se, but you like to sit there and you know, you like to be a little overcritical. And then when you're surprised and you're like, Oh crap, they do that. That's dope. (laughs) Then you get that impression feel. You're like, Oh man, you made an impression on me. Like you guys are really good. And you know, everyone goes up, Hey man, good set. Hey man, I just want to tell you good set. It's like, go up to somebody. I want to be like, Hey man, that was amazing. I was paying attention to that song. Number two, when you did that, like, and they're like, Oh man, really? Like you noticed that stuff. I'm like, yeah,
0: yeah. Josh is so good mm-hmm. from from Red Jumps. Yeah. He's such an amazing player. Randy's such a great guy too, their other guitarist. Um but uh, Road Warriors at this yeah. point. Oh yeah. Just, the drummer's super good yeah. too. Yeah. Him and my mom were, were kicking it at
5: the were show. Were they working? really? Yeah. Is, yeah, who's cool. their
0: drummer now? Is it John? Oh uh, because yeah, since since I first uh, met them almost ten years ago, they've had a couple different uh, drummers with them. Sure, it was a fill-in in
3: drummer for the tour. I think I want to say it was a fill-in too. Yeah,
0: there's not. actually been I think if I'm not mistaken, there's been two different drummers named John within like the last seven or John eight Josh. years. So like you might say, oh yeah, it was
4: John, but I'm going to be like, well, which John <laughs> right.
0: was mm-hmm. it? You know? Yeah, we're trying
4: um, to build a relationship with them just because they. Their motto kind of mimics what we're trying to do they don't do like 30 days straight you know just the big huge halls they're they're family guys too so they'll go out and really hit that wednesday through sunday really hard which is something we're trying to do as the new year comes and not because we won't do the 30 day stuff but you know with covid and and kids we feel like if we're out for a segmented period of times and something goes wrong god yeah. forbid one of us gets covid it's easy to take yourself out of that situation. And then it's easy to reschedule the 30 and 45 day hauls right now. It's like when something goes bad, mm-hmm. Well, really screws right. up. The yeah. still
0: hard to make those commitments right now. It, yeah. it, it absolutely is. But, uh, you know, if you can get a relationship going with red jumpsuit, I mean, they're after, you know, the, the two week tour I did with them back in 2013, just all really nice guys. Yeah, They'll sure. take, they take good care of their, support bands mm-hmm. you know they're very good to
4: them and they take a lot of the same guys out like, yeah the lead yeah, singer do. he's uh ronnie he'll he'll produce an album for a band um and then he'll take them on the road yep so have seen be full that. circle but we're definitely trying to build a relationship with him and really our goal with playing the show there and here was to show them like Hey, we're willing to put the work in. We're willing to drive across the country, even if it's just for one show, because we see the value in Red Jumpsuit, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, And we hope they see the value in us with this new record, especially. And we just want to prove to people across the country, but specifically in these markets, like we'll put the work in if you give us a chance.
3: Yeah. Yeah. We're not guaranteed to be asked to play an awesome show like that in Denver again. So we have to
0: take the opportunity, (laughs) you know, and keep building on it. That's true. It's like, it's hard to say, like, if and when that'll happen again. You just know. treat it like it's the last it's one. Just, it it's well, that, it's, that's every show, right? Yeah. You got to treat it like it's your last one. So, um, But, I, you know, Home, uh, your latest single came out, was that last week or the week before? It's recent. It's like 12 days ago, I yeah, think. Yeah, 12 days ago. Um, it's It's got over 25,000 views on YouTube, which is very good. The video's great. Um, it's so funny, like, that you had Blaine... Smith do it mm-hmm. um because he's we, talented he's yeah. talented and he's also someone that I met when I was like 10 years old Same. in yeah. the in the music scene you know mm-hmm. in uh Kankakee and it, it's cool to see what what he's doing nowadays and also this um you know Sean O'Keefe uh, and you also uh <clears throat> worked with um Mark Rose Mark Rose as well you and I can the record I can hear I can hear Mark's uh, signature yeah. on I'm home. Sure you can. <laughs> I can hear it because, like, the first time it opened, I'm like, it's like, this sounds like something. And I'm like, oh, I know what it. it's it, like. It reminded me of, it. not like to where it's like, oh, this is a Spittafield oh. song, but you knew like he was involved in it. And that's there not a bad thing. And if
3: you really listen to Mark's solo stuff too, you can hear some of that on our record as well. Like, yeah. just his ideas, it fits well with what we were going for. So, yeah, no, it it sounds, I love home. It's It's got a, a big,
0: uh, big sound to it. It's very full. Um, it catches you. It's uh, you, you guys definitely Thanks, uh, man. picked. Yeah, you're welcome. You definitely picked the right people to you know do some tunes with. So I'm oh, super yeah. excited to hear more of them. And I know you guys were wanting to play one uh, on the podcast tonight or two. Mm-hmm. You're more than welcome to. Uh, we can we can do that right now if you want. It's cool. totally up to you
4: guys. We can yeah. play home.
0: Yeah, I mean yep. whichever ones that you were like preparing for. Yeah, we can That's cool. we can make that happen now. So um, so go ahead and uh, we can you know I, we didn't have time to to, to set up be- yeah. beforehand. So let's just go ahead and do it now. Cool, so, cool, cool. Yeah.
4: You think I'll to plug one in? Yeah, I, uh, I think it'll be loud enough, don't you think? Um,
0: I would. Well, I was gonna say you can use my uh, acoustic electric right behind you. The only issue is we're you...
4: tuned
0: to C. Oh, you're tuned to C. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Not a problem. We got you.
4: And just a uh, forewarning, we don't do this often, as as <laughs> dude. It's all, right. it's all good, man. So, this will be yours. Cool. And you can plug into the white one. This one doesn't plug in. That's the only
0: issue. Oh, that's right. I'm it. sorry. I forgot. Yeah. Are you are you singing at all? No. Okay. We'll just put the mic to your guitar there. Everyone gets to see the, the
3: scenes. Right <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> this is how it's working. Something like this, you deserve a little Think bit of lead with. <laughs> I hope so. Huh?
4: In the beginning.
3: Yep. Are you plugged? Are you plugged yep. in, Josh? Mm-hmm.
5: I heard it and then it went away. I've got his on my headphones. is in my Good. headphones, but I don't got the guitar. Yeah,
4: I, do. Yep. I just put new strings on. Check, some. Check. Overly critical of tuning. <laughs>
5: Can I just get a little bit more of the, the mic in my headphones? Yeah. Awesome. Perfect. Check. Check. I have an egg. Yeah, he brought the egg. I have an egg. The egg oh. of destiny there puns about it all night. Dude. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, all right, let's test, them. Let's test the, egg. <laughs> the egg. Let's mic the
0: egg. Yeah. Mic up
4: the egg. Well, it,
0: I mean, you can if you want, but yeah, whenever you guys are ready. So you guys are playing home.
5: Yep.
4: Play
0: home. All right, let's hear Home by Blueprints.
4: All right.
2: to see. give back what I
0: That was fantastic! I would have like my, my can applause going for you right now, but I don't have my <laughs> iPad hooked up. Oh, yeah. So I, I needed all the inputs for, uh, you know, the guitars and, and everything. So, but, uh, that was great. I, I mean, was that the first time you guys played that acoustic we probably. Yeah. You, I mean, you did practice. Yeah, we practiced, it. <laughs> but that's the first time we showed the world an acoustic. Analysis. Yeah, no, yeah, that that's was a fantastic job guys. You. I'm super excited that you get to play two shows, you know, with red jumpsuit. Uh, that one's next week. Mm -hmm. Uh, October 15th October 15th that's not at Marquee it is it it is at Marquee okay so that's at Marquee Theater in Colorado and then uh, The Forge isn't until November in Joliet right November 6th which is what today's the sixth yeah so yeah. it's a, a, month. a month from today that wow. we're recording this so hmm. awesome so um everyone can you know go to one of those shows i know there's some other one
4: oh that's our, our and it's not uh, for
5: tickets
3: yeah. da-
4: downers grove mm-hmm. you're playing in downers grove illinois as well yeah the 19th of november so we're playing with uh Highwire, which drying out honey creek mm-hmm. big smile that's a that's yeah, the, a solid show yeah. man
0: mm-hmm. that is super solid i've had big smile i've had high wire on the show all great guys Shout and, out yeah. both of their, and honey guys. creek honey creek is uh well known in the midwest too so oh,
5: yeah. Yeah. and evolution this we played a show not too long ago there too and it's a great yeah. it's a great venue and big stage and yeah had a really good time talk yeah. about another crazy thing from the past john teeter owns <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah, evolution yeah. so yeah. i'm trying to explain to people there that i'm like i know john like before like mm-hmm. as he's yeah. opening the sound lab and they're like he's killing it how finish. do you know him since then i was like 15 years ago I'm like yeah yeah yeah
0: and and when when uh, you know I was first starting to play shows up towards like the Chicago Suburbs and South Side there before Sound Lab. It was he had a place called JT Music, mm-hmm. which was in Midlothian. Oh, yeah, I Um, So it's it's really cool. And and John is someone that I still I need to have him on the show. Yeah, and like do. him and I talk once in a while. It's like yeah, I still need to have you on just because I that would lo- listen. I it would I, I think a lot of people would just because so many people know John from over the years from all the different venues. And what I love about John is like he's just never. He's just never given up.
4: Oh, he's a testament to like you know no really caring. I mean, think and yeah, because like forward.
0: you know because JT JT music didn't work out, Sound Lab didn't work out, and then he just keeps going. And then Evolution, ever since he started that. That's been going really well for him. Yeah. He's like, he's opening up stores, not even in Illinois. No. He's got one yeah, in D.C. He Seattle just opened one up in New, New York. York I thought, yeah. I don't know if yeah. Seattle, I don't North know. Washington but, or something? But, well, Washington, D.C. Uh, Washington. Yeah, so he's got one in D.C. He's got one in New York. Um, I don't know if there's any more than that, but, and then there's, you know, there's two or three locations in Illinois. Mm-hmm. So I'm just super happy for them. And
5: it kind of proves, you know, like you do stuff for so long, you know, you never quit, you know, it's yeah. like th- some things are important to you and they're, um, you know, important to you in your mind and you, you can't stop. Right. You know, and that we're, you know, some people we see throughout town, you know, we're back here, we're we're bumping into people we went to high school with and they're like, oh my gosh, I've seen you guys on Facebook (laughs) and blueprint. You're still doing it. I'm like, yeah, dude, I love it. It's my passion. It's important to to all of us. And it's something that we've put work into for over 10 years. It's like, it would be a waste of, it'd be a a shame to just stop and give it, give it up, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, the goal isn't to get famous and and make the riches and stuff. If that comes, that's awesome. But the goal is just you know I have my best friends, play music with them, and it's fun. And yeah. I, and I have a kid. I have my own family life, and I get to you know live my life and play this. I mean, what's what's better than that? You yeah. know.
3: So. Yeah, I agree. To piggyback off of that, we kind of just like got to a point where we were having a conversation and looked at each other like, are, do we still are we still having fun with this? And this was kind of like around the time when we uh, lost our previous member, which you know everything went fine with that, but we had a conversation like are we still having fun with this? And yeah. the anonymous answer was yes. So like, it's nice to know that you're in it with dudes who are going to keep playing. You know, we're, we're going to keep going. Like I see blueprint lasting, like when we're in our thirties, like hopefully that happens, you know, but oh, definitely.
4: Well, I was going to say, you're not far from, yeah, yeah no, only, 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 only two years, years though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the say, thing cause... is like the whole time, like, you know, when we've had tough times on the road or like, Financial problems in the band. We all, you know, your emotions get the best of you. But then at the end of the day, we ask ourselves, like, what's the point of quitting? Yeah. Like, what does it really accomplish? Because you're just going to be doing what are you going to be doing instead? Yeah. and exactly. What, <laughs> music. If well, we quit well, 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 this band, like, we're going to uh, keep playing. You're, you're like,
0: gonna, yeah. You're gonna. You're just going to start. You know, you're just going to start another band. Yeah. So just keep this one going.
3: It <laughs> satisfies the itch that we have to perform and create. So yeah, you know, and that's part of you know. You got to make room for the things you love, and like whether it's a hobby or whether you want to make it a full time aspiration, you got to make room for the things that you know you love to do. So absolutely. And I
4: think a lot of bands just underestimate. This isn't a knock on anyone. They just underestimate the work. It's like, it's so much
5: work. But if you're enjoying it, it doesn't yeah, it's, feel it's, like It's work. only the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. yeah you know, you like, see it, the tip of the iceberg, but you don't know what's going on. Well, it's, it's on just... Underneath. You it's, see what's on media. It's just you know? it's
3: just about doing what you love. That's...
0: Well, you know, Jacques, I, I hear
5: to.
3: you on the Valley, and I can tell that you love what you do. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, man. Yeah, I'm trying. You know, I uh, I do love what I do. I, I get to talk to you guys. So... You know,
3: so uh, I work some part time hours at a Dollar General, right? And we always have the Valley on constantly. Okay, And uh, we're listening with my manager. I'm like, you hear this guy? This is uh, this is a good friend of mine, Jack Moore. And she's like, yeah, Taylor, I know you told me three times already.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. That's great.
4: That's hilarious. I can remember like going in and bothering the hell out of Mr. Milner. Like, hey, can we play
5: on your show? And I give him at-roost demo and he's like, no. (laughs) Oh, I remember Romer Bakery days, man. We uh we spoke to your brother in New York when we were on tour and stuff. We yeah, and he came. With he him. came. Yeah, I was gonna say he came out to a Reminisced show. over some, some yeah. past times. And I I li- I live over you know by there and I pass by it every day and drive in and look inside of it and it's just like man.
0: Yeah, Rummer Bakery was was one of the the spots there for a while. Dude, yeah, go yeah. There you before, live across from my school, old dude. house. That's yeah. trippy. And and go get there out.
5: some cinnamon rolls. Dude, they had wicked awesome. <laughs> yeah, they had good and, stuff and man. pastries and stuff, man. And then yeah. you know, go to school right there. Yep.
4: Yeah, yeah. Speaking of your brother, it was crazy in new york um i was like really hoping he'd make it like the show was secondary i really wanted your brother to show up and i can remember playing and looking out and getting kind of emotional because it's like that's one of the reasons i'm doing this Mm -hmm. he's that guy right there and you and everyone who gave us a chance i can remember your brother had this like 1985 (laughs) like buick or something and he's like we're paying him pennies to produce at (laughs) riffsend songs oh yeah and 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 for the four hours he's there the only thing that mattered in the world was us and what he was doing with us. And it, yeah. like, if you looked at at End before your brother produced our songs and after, totally different band. Definitely. He taught us how to write like a song that made sense. Yeah. Like, write hooks. The- <laughs> yeah. So I remember looking out, I remember giving him a big hug after and I was like, you're the reason I... I do, you know, I do this and he, you know, he's very humble. So yeah. he like, yeah. he, he said, thank you. And I appreciate it, but there has to be is a lot of way. better reasons why you do this.
2: <laughs> yeah, there
0: has to be better reasons, but that's, uh, that's still really, uh, it's really flattering and <laughs> it's just awesome to be a, a part of, a part of your story. Yeah. You know? So. Mm-hmm. Thank you. For oh, tipping
5: off with of the whole Colorado thing. Um, me and Taylor also played in a band called The Common Good. It was a metalcore yes. band. Yeah, and that's kind of how where it started. Blueprint. Right before Blueprint started, uh, me and Taylor and a couple guys, my buddy Michael, Jake, and uh, Brad at the time. Uh, Taylor was the screamer vocals, and I did singing and I played bass. Uh, and kind of moved out there to be in that band too. Um, when I was uh, moving back, I moved back and forth twice from Colorado to Illinois. After the fact, in 2012, when I graduated 2013, um, but yeah, we started that and um, kind of just had different views uh, uh, on what we wanted the band to go, you know. And I went home one day and I busted out the acoustic and started jamming on it, and I wrote the answer, uh, and then it just kind of like clicked. I'm like, this is the f- this is fun for me. This is what I want to do. I can you know write this stuff, and I'm like, who who's gonna be in the band? Do I, this do is I the run. you know? Do I hit up uh, past members? That I've done stuff with. Should I make something new? Should I you know? Because you 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 crave that you know that. Um, That energy that you get between other musicians, especially people I, you know, that you haven't played with and before. It's super hard to find. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Exactly. So you know, I I'm finally like, talked Josh into letting <laughs> someone. There it is. <laughs> is Call me out. But no, for real. Like on, on the real, it's just like uh, I we had a drummer come and track some stuff. He just wasn't vibing the music particularly, and he had his own project, um, two projects almost at the at the time. I was gonna
0: say every drummer is in at least two projects, yeah.
5: if not, more. not me church. anymore. I left yeah. that behind. Me. Yeah. But yeah, I'm like, yo, dude, you wanna come play drums? And then I'm like, Tyler just having a kid and I just had a kid. It's like like, man, like, I feel like maybe he would enjoy this too. I was like, because we played guitar and that in that Resent. he's like, you want to come play bass? And then we hit up my buddy Keaton, um, that was our guitar tech for the common good at the time. So we hit him up and he played guitar and he had his own space. And they lived in down in a, uh, uh, Southern Colorado. So we went down there for a hot minute. I was in both when we started Blueprint and common good. So I was driving about 40 minutes twice a week to go down. To do practice once and then a couple days later we do blueprint practice so i mean we still have nightmares yeah <laughs> yeah dude driving that driving 25 if you've been to colorado and you're driving down through castle pines castle rock towards the springs there's no lights on the road like it's dark super super dark so late at night when we we come come down the mountain and everything and get on the highway and stuff and it just be like man like try hard not to to fall asleep because yeah. <laughs> yeah. it was so dark and yeah and whatnot but
4: yeah but yeah yeah it's cool. funny because i wasn't playing music at all like, mm-hmm. i was really caught up in my so you get career at the time and like i
5: just i knew everything that went into playing music and i was like i don't know like, it's I just kind of I crazy to, to think that i whipped up an acoustic and wrote a song and now we're here yeah you know and i feel like you know i'm sure that's how it all goes you know it starts with one little act yeah you know and then it's just to, you know looking at the spotify today i'm just like damn dude like this is you know this is pretty cool yeah. Like And then home, I, I didn't think it was going to get that much attention. And over the past, you know, five, six days, it just keeps going up and up and up. I'm like, man, like, this is, this is what it's all about. Like, you know, people search and search and search and like, why is anything happening? You know, why isn't this happening? Why isn't that happening? And you take a step back from that and just enjoy the moment, you know, and, event, you know, it's kind of, I think Dave Grohl said it, you know, it's like, if you're a good, if you're a good musician, your band's really, really good someone's going to hear you and something's going to happen. But if you're not, you know, it's just the way it is. You know, you got a good song, you got something good going, someone's going to hear you and something's going to happen. So you just got to, you got to have faith and you got to believe. Well, you have to love what you do
0: no matter what happens. Mm -hmm. That's really what it comes down to. Cause you (laughs) that that's number one. You got to
4: have that to fall back on, Mm -hmm. you know, because if, if you have d- the shit day and you're like, well, why am I driving an mm-hmm. hour, and mm-hmm. two I mean, yes, hours around? You trip have to, you have to love it, and no and matter if you're yeah. playing
0: for two people or or twenty thousand people. You just, you gotta love it. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and catch so. twenty
5: two. You know, you were around there when we first started doing this thing. You know, and like look at us now, or you no, know? yeah, being, being all successful and doing the podcast and stuff. Yeah, thanks, man. And yeah, of course. And um, it's just life is crazy, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, life is crazy. It is. You know, but I'm
0: glad we could
5: finally. You know, mm-hmm. see each other in person, person is so much better than Zoom. Yeah. You know, yeah, I was, I was surprised is. you didn't have the tie on in the,
0: oh, the vest. yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, that's right. It back. It's one of the, I, I probably will. I used to wear a tie to, to the radio station every day, but I don't, ever since, uh, I've
3: bec- become a dad, I don't really, be,
5: I really don't have the energy yep. for that. Anymore. <laughs> I was like, hey, pick, pick out a good tie. It's like, what, I don't just, have it, just yeah. one comment. I, I, <laughs> I feel
3: like everyone who does like podcasts over Zoom is very, like, too nice or very candid about like, oh, Zoom's the greatest, but it actually kind of sucks. Like, being in person is so much better.
0: Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah, it, it's uh, it, there's pros and cons because yeah, you can you see know. your
5: expressions, but, you know what I mean? Like, it feels like more of a natural conversation. It's like we are uh, on a phone or something like that, you say something and you wait, mm-hmm. you wait for them to say something, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. But people agree.
5: did what they had to do through all this, yeah. stuff and, it's a blessing. and, and still are, mm-hmm.
0: and still are, it's still going on, you know? But um, so uh, it's uh, what blueprint band or dot band,
3: people blueprint band phone? on YouTube. That's how you'll find us on YouTube is blueprint band, mm-hmm. no E. I was going to say there's no E in blue.
4: Yeah. Blueprint dot band is our website. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then any social media, Facebook insets, forward slash blueprint dot band. Okay.
5: Gotcha. I knew a lot was... of rappers and dancers. And... <laughs> yeah, yeah we're I know. That. Yeah, yeah. Blueprint. We're we're waiting for the cease and desist, but we're going to keep pushing <laughs> to it. So.
4: There you go. <laughs> it
5: was like, how about Blueprint? And he's like, I don't know. There's a bunch, of bunch of oh, the album. The, yeah. <laughs> and we there's did. like a an the Empire. They had album. like
4: a big dance group on the show Empire. Yes, yes. 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 And, uh, yeah. That took me
3: off
5: when I saw <laughs> that. <laughs> I saw that. I got pissed. the Like every time people go and look us up, we're going to be a bunch of these these old these ladies. Oh
0: man, these ladies. So dancing around. Make sure you you look up blueprints, you know, social media, Spotify, YouTube, all that fun stuff. And then after you do that, uh, you know, make sure you follow pop punk and pizza as well. Uh, pop punk pizza pod, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and uh pop punk pizza for a uh, merch. We've got a special, uh, fifth anniversary, uh, t-shirt available right now. If you use that promo code pop punk, you'll get uh, $5, or you get $2 off your order, not $5, but $2 off your order. <laughs> and uh, then, of course, please drop us a positive rating review uh, on Apple Podcasts. It actually really does go a long way and help us out. So, um but yeah, thank you guys. Blueprints. Thanks for having thank us. Thank you so thank much you. for the guys.
5: opportunity to come by. I'm really happy that we got to be the first uh, in-person one back for you. It feels, it feels awesome. Yeah, and
0: so, I'm glad we got out of the way too after having all those malfunctions. And speaking of, I, I don't want to forget our wonderful sponsors, Pop Punk Takeout as well. Uh, go to poppunktakeout.com and also uh, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Takeout. And uh, you guys have a good night.
2: You
5: thank you
0: so
2: much. Hey, hello. It's nice to meet ya, hey Come in and have a slice of pizza, hey